Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three.
going to be a few changes. Not to the show. You shouldn't notice anything except uh, we're going to only do an hour at a time, which don't worry, you're not going to miss anything. We're going to be on twice a week. So I'm, you know, I don't know how good you all are at math, but a one, two-hour show, two uh, one-hour shows are the same thing. So don't worry. Still be on two hours a week. Actually, did you decide yet, uh, Larry, what day we're going to do the other show? I think it's going to be Wednesday morning at 8 a.m., correct? I, that sounds pretty good to me. I think that's, you Wednesday. know, hump day, put it in the middle of the week. Yeah. That's what I figured. So, yes, yeah, Sunday and Wednesdays, 8 a.m. Central, the Green Party Radio Show, the Green Progressive, which is just a half hour every Sunday, kind of wraps up the week, talks about things we didn't have to touch you know, on our hour Sunday morning, that's Sunday at 11 Central. Uh, a couple of shows that you may have heard before on our old network. We're not going to mention the name because hey, we don't want to get into that. We can spend a whole hour telling you about this guy. Real Talk oh, with that's Chad. Okay, yeah, yeah. Real Talk with Chad Cushman. That's right. Cushman is a good name for Chad because he loves to cush. He's in Vermont. You know, he's a burner. He's been a burner since long before most of us ever even heard of Bernie. He's coming over to the Green Party Radio Network. He'll be on Monday and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central. Just saying with Mandy Kinney that she used to only do every other week, but now she's going to do an hour a week, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Central, just saying with Mandy Kinney. And then if you're not into politics, if you're into alternative music, I'm going to plug that one to Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central, the GPR Alternative Music Show. And then any Chicago Bulls fans out there, i got to plug Chicago Bulls. Bullsville Radio, Thursdays at noon Central Time, right here on the Green Party Radio Network. That's a lot of shows. That's a lot of hours. And said things are just blowing up. People are really loving the network. Uh, hopefully we can start getting some more callers. People like to listen. It's like, you know, they're afraid to call in and express their views. Not that they're afraid to express their views. A lot of people are just afraid, I think, to uh, orally express themselves, so to say. Uh, 5796, you could call in. So people, that, you know, you go on Facebook, people are, 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 people are all over Facebook, but they're a little scared to call in. Don't worry, we won't bite. You can give us a call. Again, it's 215-383-5796. And our special guest today is Green Party candidate. Yes, once again, we're back to our weekly Green Party candidate, Paula Bradshaw. Uh, she's uh, running for the U.S. House of Representatives from Illinois' 12th Congressional District. She'll be joining us here shortly. Uh, she's got a lot of good ideas on her platform. She lives about an hour and a half from me, so I thought it would be cool to have her on. Uh, I think I've got us all caught up on everything. So go ahead. Anything you want to touch on, Larry, before we can have Paula on the air? Oh, Don, you know, I I heard that uh, I heard Monica Lewinsky endorsed Donald Trump. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She said the last Clinton left a bad taste in her mouth. Yes, I I heard that somewhere, and I wasn't able to confirm that. So that's that's good. Yeah. And hey, you know. As we found out Friday, you know, apparently Donald Trump likes to grab that pussy. So Paula should love that, apparently, you know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I did see something, to be serious this morning, I saw something very cool on uh, Twitter. I hopped on about 7.30 this morning. I'm voting for Jill because. That's hashtag, I'm voting for Jill because. was trending on Twitter this morning. So that's really cool to that's see people. For me. It's because, because her name is not Hillary Clinton. Well, yeah, that pretty much, you know. And I don't know. If, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if you saw. I'm trying to get my own hashtag going. It's um, hashtag Jill for first president with a vagina, and people seem to like it. But now I, you know, I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I think everyone knows we need a female president. Yeah, great. You know, hopefully it works out in the first black president we had because he just sold out. You know, he. I mean, Jesus Christ, he couldn't have proved out to be more. He, he showed the half-white part of himself a lot more than the half-black part of himself, that's for sure. What we need is a president that promotes peace because we're getting, we're exactly. going we're going down the, we're going down the wrong path here. You know? wow. And Jill Stein's the only candidate that promotes peace in the Middle East. She's the only exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you, obviously Trump would just love to have a war. From the way he talks, at least, you know, we know Hillary Trump's loves war. Even, Trump's too stupid to even know if war would be good for him or not. He'll, he'll become a he'll become a good puppet, you know. Once they start throwing dollar bills his way, but he's never going to become president anyway. It doesn't matter. Well, if Hillary Clinton's on the ballot. She's going to steal the election. Yeah, you got to think. Trump, listen to the stupid things Trump says. He probably released that video. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to win. Would, He's there to help Hillary. Well, again, you I'm know, I'm convinced I, of that. You know, Go with, ahead, Donald. I'm sorry. I, 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 no, that's okay. I was going to say, apparently, there's a debate tonight. Um, I'm not paying any attention to it because it only involves the two candidates that everybody hates. But uh, we should play our clip, and uh, we do have Paula Bradshaw on the line now. We're going to bring her on in just a second, but I don't know if she's heard this debate clip that we played last week. Let's go ahead and do it again just to show uh, what Donald Trump thinks of being president. Decision 2016, the first presidential debate with moderator Lester Holt. Okay, let's get right into it. Our first question is for you, sir. How will you deal with ground troops in Syria? Everyone, I need to just speak from the heart here. Uh, I don't know what the f*** I'm doing. I've got to come clean. I, I had no idea I would get this far, but the fact of the matter is, I should not be president. Please, if you care at all about the future of our country, vote for her, okay? She's the one who at least has some experience. She, she's not as bad as you think, I promise. And unlike me, she's actually capable of running this country. My opponent is a liar and he cannot be trusted. What he is saying is simply not true. Do not believe it. There you go. That sounds all right. <laughs> that's that's funny. If, if you listen to the debate tonight, that should be. If you really want to hear the truth, that's about what you. Sh- that's what you would hear if you wanted to hear the truth. You know, other than Hillary not being as bad as she seems. That's an, that part is a lie, okay? Because she's twice as bad as she seems, and even worse. I'm I'm, I'm being generous saying she's twice as bad. Seen, as she seems. Have you seen the latest from WikiLeaks, where? Uh, they got some of her transcripts from her speeches. Yeah, finally, yeah. She wants to let Wall Street basically police themselves. Yeah. That's... Called liberals a bucket of losers. 
Oh, yeah. So you got a basket of deplorables and a bucket of losers. Yeah. We all live in the basement. Well, screw her. I got news for her. We don't have a basement, okay? I got a bedroom, okay? Because I don't have a basement. Mm -hmm. Hell with her. But anyway, without further ado, folks, uh, we are honored to have as our guest this morning, Paula Bradshaw. Uh, She's running a for the House of Representatives from Illinois' 12th Congressional District. She got 6% of the vote last time out, which is pretty good for a Green candidate. You know, we're still building the party four years later. We're hoping she can do a lot better. Now, uh, from what I've uh, read, her incumbent keeps ducking her in debates. You know, but <laughs> that sounds very incumbent-ish. But uh, we'll, we'll let her tell us about that herself. Paula Bradshaw, uh, it's an honor to have you on the show. Welcome. Good morning, Paula. Thank you. Good morning. Glad to be with you. Yeah, my opponent actually started before he was an incumbent. He wasn't an incumbent two years ago. He was a challenger just like me, and even then he refused to debate. He refused the first debate. So, yeah, he's always been a coward. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, he is a Republican, so I guess coward is a compliment. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right. Well, you you can't All corner right. Republicans to talk about the issues because they just fall apart, and I know it. Right, and he's particularly uninformed. He was um, our state representative. This is one of the, you know, well, you guys know I'm sure that the districts are very gerrymandered all around the country. This was one of, I think, ten that was actually in play. Um, and they did turn it from Democrat to Republican with this guy because he's a good old boy. He's been around for a long time, but he, you know, clearly didn't know his stuff um, at the debate. So this time he, he's only going to go to one, and they'll probably have to wheel him in for that one. So you got to bring him in at gunpoint, you think? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and that breaks me, I guess, to my first question, kind of just by accident. Because I noticed uh, on your, I believe it was on your Facebook page, I saw somebody, somebody asked you a question, and you actually are not in favor of a bunch more gun control, which I really don't think most people are. You know, it's not like you know we want everybody wants to take away guns like they say. Everybody wants sensible, you know, background checks and stuff. But I thought that was kind of that was kind of a bold thing for a Green Party candidate to say that you're not for more gun control. You want to touch on that real quick? Well, the reason that I said that is because what they call gun control in this country is not gun control. As you just said, it's background checks and a database. Every time some a bunch of people get killed, they start talking about, we need background checks and a database. I don't see how that's going to stop gun violence. I think that's just Big, uh, big Brother, you know, stepping, just taking another step into people's private lives. For instance, they wanted this, this last time, I think they said, well, everyone on no-fly list should have, shouldn't be able to get a gun. Okay, well, the no-fly list is very unconstitutional. You get on it secretly. You don't know you're on it. You can't get off of it. So why would I think, oh, that's a good idea. Take this secret unaccountable list and add some more people to it. Or restrict the, the the freedom of other people because of this list. So that's oh, that's why that, I answered like that. that. No, that makes sense. What, I mean, it's. I'm pretty much a civil libertarian. Of, <laughs> what do you think of the idea of, say, a psychological exam from a professional before your license 
carry a uh, firearm? I don't like that idea either. What professionals? Who would license them? What questions would they ask? You, you know what I'm saying? And besides, you know, this one time, the Newtown one, we were told that that boy was very, very disturbed. Well, he, did, he didn't buy a gun. He used his mother's gun. Are you going to have, if you want to buy a gun, then everyone in your family has to be psychologically tested? I mean, people, once you have a gun in the house, everyone in the house has access to it, no matter who, who bought it. Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah, but Most gun remember, deaths. Uh-huh. You know, my, Larry, Larry and I, our grandfather, always had a sticker, and he fought in World War II in Europe. He always had a bumper sticker on his car, you know, when criminals, when guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. <laughs> well, you know, this is the thing. The United States of America is the biggest gun dealer in the world, the biggest weapon dealer in the world. And here, and hypocrisy bugs me a lot. For instance, we're told that, oh my gosh, look at the violence in Syria. The only way to stop it is to give those rebels—they call them rebels—they're really terrorists. We need to give them advanced weapons, including surface-to-air missiles and tow, tow, you know, the kind that can take out a tank, because that's how you bring peace—is to give them more guns. But in in America, the way to stop gun violence is to have a database. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the meantime, apparently. it's our biggest export. No, so. Yeah, in the yeah, meantime, so yeah. it's our biggest export. So, and we have a president that stands up there like a dang gunslinger and threatens to track people down all over the world. The one before said, get them dead or alive. They think they're in cowboy movies. you know. And then we are going to say, why? Wow, I have no idea why the United States is so violent. It's a mystery, my son. Yeah, that kind okay, of so wild attitude. Oh, go ahead, Larry. I'm still trying to to think of how then do we how do we keep guns out of the hands of mentally unstable people? What's, if you really wanted, I mean, if just, you really if you really ahead, wanted to uh, stop the real big gun violence, right? The, I don't think you can keep them like like the number one cause of de- gun deaths or the number one gun death thing is suicide. Right? Most right. of these gun dicks you hear about are people choosing the quickest way to commit suicide, which, by the way, that's not always, don't ever do it, people, because that is not always the best way. Sometimes you just end up brain damaged or blind. But anyhow, um, so, so those are mentally unstable people, you know, or whatever. They're depressed. They have a good reason probably in this economy. They lost their job. They lost their house, that kind of thing. But if you want to stop the automatic weapons, then stop the manufacturer rather than trying to run around at the point of distribution and make sure that everyone is worthy. Just stop the manufacturer. There's no reason to have civilian, you know, manufacture civilian guns like that. Uh, yeah, I've always felt, you know, because like I said, we've always been a hey, gun rights advocates in our family. We've always been hunters, you know. Right, but I can't right. ever see why anybody needs an AR-15 to take out a deer or a squirrel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, if if they were really serious, they would stop the manufacturer, but they're not. What they want to do is have this big old database. So, yeah, so I'm like, uh-uh, no. I'm definitely anti-anything databases. That's Yeah. Now they want to put biometric well, information on all of us in this database, and I'm like, no. How is Illinois doing? Huh? How's Illinois doing for solar? I know when well, we uh, we're from Indiana, and we drove we drive up and down the state a lot, and I know there's a couple of wind farms. 
there. How are they for solar energy or, or and wind energy for that matter? Well, we are basically mostly most of our electricity comes from coal and nuclear and they are fighting tooth and nail to keep that going. The heck with climate change. We want our coal. Right. Um, they dangle promises of union coal jobs in front of unemployed workers, which is, of course, cruel because there are no more union coal mining jobs in this state. Yeah. When they open a new one, it's almost all automated. They only hire a couple hundred people at most and their and their lousy wages. But we do have some sort of incentive thing where if you have enough money to put up front to buy a solar thing, the state will give you back some of that money. Obviously, what we really need is providing upfront money for people, let them pay it back with the electricity they sell to the electric companies, and, and then, you know, a whole bunch of people would get solar. It's just people can't afford, you know, like $20,000 right up front, no matter how much the rebates are. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, it's great to get a $5,000 rebate for putting in solar, but if you don't have the 20 grand up front to put it in, you know, it's it's really out of the hands of most people. Right. Exactly. Who the heck, if you have 40% of the people in this country making less than 40,000 a year, how are they supposed to come up with 20,000 for a soul? I mean, it's just absurd. Yep. Okay. Well, we what about uh, because if we don't if we don't stop drilling for oil, you know, we or and digging for coal, and fracking, we're going over the two percent or the two degree mark, easy. Yeah, we've already hit four hundred parts per million, which we yeah. weren't supposed to There's hit no in twenty fifty, right? Mm-hmm. And. And right. then the, the Democrats run around going, Paris Accords, Paris Accords. Well, the Paris Accords were a farce. You know, they said, oh, mm-hmm. by 2020, we'll start slowing down our rate of emissions. What good does that do? You know, right. we've already hit over 400, and in four years we're going to start slowing down the rate of emissions. That's that's a dumb – why did people fly all the way to Paris to come up with a stupid agreement like that? You know, they they've said that uh... – the United States alone right now is using 40% of the carbon budget for the world. That, well, that would and have been a lot of it's wasted. I didn't realize this, but I was at, I was actually at a solar meeting, and no, well, well, anyhow, this guy said that his brother-in-law works in at the end point of when they first just distribute the the electricity. Now we know that a lot when they burn the coal, a lot of energy is wasted right there. And then a lot when it comes over the transmission lines. But he says they dump it because it, there's not that many people. They're producing way more than we even use and we do waste energy in this country. So that's even more wasteful. Well, so you're saying they, they produce more coal than even they can store? They just they piss it away basically? No, they burn more coal and make more electricity. And I'm not, you know, I'm not real good at physics. So I'm not sure what they mean by dump it. Where do you dump it to? But he is saying that they produce more than they distribute. Well, yeah, so why? Like why burn all that coal and burn it all, you know, put all that carbon into the air and then just throw, I mean, I know we're a disposable society, but that's ridiculous. Why yeah. is the EPA letting them dump fracking water into the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, Exactly. Regular I mean, capture, it's, that's it's for sure. Like it's almost like they just don't care anymore. 
Yeah, and you know they live on this planet with us, so I don't get it. And like the Clintons have produced offspring that 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 offspring of theirs has produced more, so they must think there's some kind of future. But shouldn't they know better? I think well, their future and our futures are are different. You know, their their water all comes bottled, their food all comes labeled exactly what it was, something organic. I'm sure, you know. They yeah, probably don't even have to breathe the same air as us anymore. <laughs> they need surf to bottle that water and, you know, and grow yeah, that food. Yeah. They're not oh, going to yeah. do it. And there's not going to be doesn't even care about money. Left. She already said so. I heard her say it. She doesn't care about money. Well, that's nice. Isn't that special? It's, it's easy <laughs> when you're filthy rich. Yeah. <laughs> she has, what, two $400 million penthouses in New York. So why should she care about money? Yeah, I guess I wouldn't one either. Yeah, I wouldn't either if I could one burn One of those it is for... medical facilities. Say what? I said one of those is Hillary's medical facilities. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the right. Don, uh, the Dante that Carbondale. That's we got family from there. You have what? Family. In Carbondale, Illinois. Oh no, I I did not know that. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't yeah. tell you exactly how many cousins and stuff, but yeah, our great let me see, I do the math. Our great our great grandmother, we were growing up, but she died. Great grandma Taylor. Yeah, she lived in Carbondale. She was a tailor. Our great great grandmother was a Smith. She lived in Marion. So, you know, my dad spent a lot of time in Southern Illinois as a kid. So we're you know we're very familiar with it. That was kind of when I saw your page. When I ran across it, that's why I wanted to have you on. I'm like, oh, Carbondale. Well, that sounds good because hey, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful a nice country town. up there. Oh, yes, it's very, very beautiful uh, here. I'd like to keep it this way. We're fighting fracking here, too, and long wall mining, which is way more destructive than the underground mining. So, yeah, we're trying to keep, we're trying to keep it beautiful. Well, uh, I'm living in Oklahoma, and, uh, yeah, I'm trying to keep it from fracking my house off this hill, you know. The earthquakes just, you know, want to keep moving it down the hill slowly. That's scary. Yeah. We got a pretty so bad Oklahoma. We had a, we had a 5.6 here. Wow. And you uh, never and had an earthquake before, right? Before Beg fracking? You, you didn't have earthquakes before fracking? No, not in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's... Not, I mean, they that's had them, but it was so sporadic and, you know, rare. Yeah. Other than like the New Madrid fault going off, you know. Yeah. Well, it isn't going to be pretty, that's for sure. Hey, you're not far you from the what? New Madrid fault. Pardon? You're not too far from the New Madrid fault. Well, yeah, many, me. many people aren't far. I mean, it, it, it affected <laughs> a whole large area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, but you'll be driving pretty much right across this falls, aren't you? On your are you on your way yet, or are you getting ready to take off? I know you're heading to the. We're, uh, we're going to leave at twelve thirty. I know you had yeah, uh, the, uh, the debate, debate. I guess is yeah. We're going to go demonstrate at the debate because they have not allowed Jill Stein into the debate. They only have the two duopoly puppets, and you know I didn't even watch the last debate because I I knew it was just going to be a bunch of nonsense. So. Um, you know, I have no intention of going in this one either. We're going to stand outside and demand that they let Jill in, which, of course, they won't. They don't want anyone sane on that stage. 
No, but is Jill going to be there tonight? Who? Do you know if Jill's going to be there tonight? I believe she is. Yeah, I believe she's coming. Yeah, like you said, I mean, I, I, you know, in Hofstra, they were, you know, they were arresting people, you know, and I didn't realize this was a law. You can't get within, you know, they've, they've made the law now. Obama signed it into law. You can't get within blocks and blocks of a presidential debate. Yeah, that whole free country thing has really been divided up into zones, and and the ruling elite, they have a special bubble of privilege where you are not allowed anywhere near them. They did the yeah, same thing it, when um, NATO came to Chicago. They locked down the whole city. It's becoming a class war. Yes. I mean, it, you know, they're doing everything they can to destroy the middle class and and separate us as far as possible from the, from the right. elite. That's what the whole identity – oh, yeah, from there. But also the identity politics to, to divide us between each other. So we don't get oh, sure. and, I, and I've been preaching that for a long time that you know it, it's it's a ninety nine percent which is really ninety nine point nine percent if we would ever stop fighting with each other, yeah you know which is which is why media the media exists to fuel that fire you know yes. they they're the ones who want to keep that fight going because if we ever stop fighting with each other and turn our attention to them and actually realize when everybody's awake and realizes what they've been doing. They're not going to exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. And some of them yep. realize it. That you know, there was an editor, an op-ed, and I don't know, it might have even been the Wall Street Journal. Some rich guy going, "They're coming for us with pitchforks. You've got to quit being so greedy." But he was ignored, of course. Okay, y'all. Um, I want to interrupt you real quick. We do have a caller on the line, calling from the area code six. Seventy-eight. I'm not real sure where that's at. They've got so many cell phones nowadays. I used to know where Eric Coast were. I have no clue nowadays. You know, I'm <laughs> I only but, know um, New York, Chicago, and LA <laughs> <in> here. <laughs> that's about it. But um, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Mandy from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi. Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Hi. What's up? Yes, we have lots of area codes here now because we're expanding. Like people are moving here in the masses. It's crazy. Um, I just wanted to point out something that y'all didn't really acknowledge, but your guest <laughs> said something that made made me almost spit out my coffee. I was laughing so hard. You said something, and I don't know if I, maybe I misunderstood what you were trying to say, but I thought it was hilarious. You said something about um, the Clintons have also had, um, I don't remember the words you used, have also, they, oh, basically they have. Re- child, yes. Yeah, well, you said they have also spawned, and then their their you know descendants have despawned have spawned. So they obviously think something is good coming of this, but I don't see it or something. <laughs> um, I'm actually originally from Arkansas, and I, I mean Chelsea, believe it or not, has gotten more attractive over the years. And I don't want to dog anybody because of their looks, but they did not spawn a, a, a you know an attractive child i haven't seen chelsea's kids Where's the that was... yeah i've heard that story before the father's father... name is webb hubble not bill clinton okay oh it was hillary's boss was webb hubble and if you look him up on the internet you know it, it, you know i i just dismissed that for a long time but then i actually looked and i'm like oh okay that explains it because she doesn't look i like showed her. my wife I showed my wife a picture of those two side by side 
both of them with like the same expression on their face, uh-huh. and you can just tell. I think she's had really? surgery. Chelsea belongs to Webb. Yeah, it's, I think she's had plastic surgery. You have to look at the teenage pictures of her with with her daddy. Well, yes. yeah, and I, I mean, I know when she was younger, I just, like I said, I was from Arkansas, and she's only, I think she's a few years older than I am, and I was always like, do I look like her? Would I look like her if I got on TV? <laughs> yeah, you'd look like her if your daddy was rich. <laughs> Nobody Webb wants Hubble to look like her. Hubble. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Webb Hubble is his yeah. name? Webb yeah. Hubble. Okay, I'll look yeah. it up. Anyway, he was I a, just wanted to. He, he was oh, go, go. he was in deep with the Clintons, yeah, in Arkansas. But, I think she worked yeah. for him. Was what it was. He's he, a lawyer. He, yeah. Apparently, he was in deep, deep, deep into the one of the Clintons. It sounds like. But no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you're wrong that. for that, Don. <laughs> well, I'm trying to give the guy a little credit. Maybe he wasn't in very deep at all. I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying. You know. Yeah. I had a philosophy. You know, I was going to bring up that you remember when she was a, a homely child, and and that kind of yeah. just brought out my mothering at the time. I didn't realize how horrible she'd turn up. But John McCain made fun of her looks. If that had been my child, I would never have been nice to John McCain. I wouldn't have been fetching him coffee in the Senate and putting my arms around and then smiling the way that Hillary did. You know what I'm saying? Does she have wow. no loyalty to her kid at all? Well, hell of course no. we're sitting here doing the same thing, but I don't think Hillary will ever serve us. So I think no, I don't think that Hillary's going <laughs> to. <laughs> I mean, I would absolutely love it, but she'd probably spit in it or poison it anyway. Yeah, really. I, I I, she's probably coffee. going to anyway because of all the, all the articles we're writing about her. <laughs> what do you write for? <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I, I have a blog on my own website on mandykinney.com, and then Dawn has one on greenpartyradio.com, and we both okay. write blogs about different things, and I'm pretty sure she'll kill me at some point. But, you know, <laughs> it'll be for good reason. At least I'll get the truth out there. Um, but I was going to say, I have this, me. this. Oh, really? I have this theory about about Hillary Clinton and I know this is controversial and this is stupid but I real I, I honestly believe this and I don't know why but I've believed it since I was a kid I always and my parents have never said this but literally like I said I grew up in Arkansas and I watched him on TV because he was a governor and it was his wife um I think Hillary Clinton's a lesbian and I think she married Bill just for a show for political reasons I think they planned a lot of this political stuff out ahead of time and they knew that they would make a political powerhouse couple what do y'all think I, i've heard that before Marco ono, oh really Marco ono claims to have had an affair with hillary clinton in the 70s look it up i wouldn't be surprised if monica Lewinsky was part of a maybe three-way. hillary's life ah. or freeway or something. i mean i i, I mean i'm just saying because she sure didn't seem to be grieving over it, and she didn't leave him over. I don't know. Maybe not. I I just well. I well, now, I think she's well, bi. I think she is bi. I've heard that before. Um, now Bill Bill Clinton said he did not have sexual relations with that woman. Didn't ever said he didn't watch his wife have sex with her. So that's maybe true. Both and I guess the bad taste in her mouth. Oh, <laughs> I've seen that meme. So you said Yoko Ono said she had an affair with yes. with Hillary? Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. I never heard I thought that. on Facebook it must be true. Well, there you go. <laughs> Everything on Facebook is true. <laughs> I'll have to look that up, too. I'm learning all kinds of new things today. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't dig any deeper. I don't even know if I clicked on a link, but that's what the that's what was the heading of the story. Was it? And I've seen it over the like to, two or three months. That's not the first time I had seen it. But I don't care to dig yeah. any deeper into Hillary. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, actually, it's it's pretty irrelevant to, to her politics. Um, but Very. you know, but they clearly are a couple that has wormed their way into the deep state, starting, I believe, in the eighties in Arkansas with their mm-hmm. allowing the Mina Airport to be used to run drugs and and guns for the Contras, and also to train them literally there up there in the hills. So. I think that that is where they got their connections with the deep state. Um, they're good buddies with George H.W., who, of course, was uh, ex-head of the CIA. And at the time that Bill Clinton was governor, he was vice president. Um, so, yeah, uh, they they have done their service for the ruling class, and they're being rewarded very handsomely for it. Sure. Sure. Well, you know what's so interesting to me is that so so many people I talk to talk so highly about when Bill Clinton was president. They say we weren't at war, the economy was getting better, and blah, blah, blah. But the more I research, I'm like, yeah, but you do realize that before Bill Clinton was in president, it was in position, things were made in America. But then he signed the, the trade agreement with China, and now look where everything's made. Well, no, it was actually NAFTA. Oh, yeah, the, and China, too, yeah. because they – And, and, no, and was Butterface, it. Hillary was head of the board of Walmart as they shifted from the – when Sam Walton used to brag, everything's made in America, and now if you go into mm-hmm. Walmart, it's all made in China. Exactly. So, yeah. There was the actually an of, agreement made just with China. I don't remember the name of it, and it, it, it doesn't have – it's not a famous name, but there was a trade agreement we made with China, I want to say in, like, 2000, possibly – Anyway, it was while Bill Clinton was still in office, and it, I mean, basically, if you look at it, everything since then has been made in China. Right, and I don't understand why the United States is so busily, you know, provoking China, going over in their South China Sea, and their, you know, in their territory, and buzzing warplanes, and, and trying to, you know, turn their neighbors against them, and putting the ships through there. What would we do if we got in a war with China? Instantly, we Americans would have no, well, we'd, we'd probably just be vaporized, so it wouldn't matter. But, I mean, if everything we get comes from China, why is our government provoking China? Right. Good point. Not to mention that they own either 6 or 7% of our debt. Between and much of our and our real estate now now right here port of Cairo yeah. I just found out this is this is where the Ohio and the Mississippi River come together it's a small town called Cairo uh, China owns it port of Cairo now wow so I had they, no idea. they are gonna yeah I didn't either until someone told me and I'm like what but they own uh, not just China Saudi Arabia China and other mm. hedge, uh, sovereign funds own 13% of our real estate. Now, if you look at the, the rates of how much things cost in the, the, on the California coast, L.A. or San Francisco or New York City or, or many other big cities, the, they're getting so expensive, the housing is so expensive, that people that have, were born and raised there can't afford it anymore. 
And a lot of it is because they're trying to compete with these very massively wealth, wealthy countries because, you know, our capitalists were allowed to ship all our factories over there. And so now they have all these dollars, and they're spending them buying real estate here. And people are being mm. – and farmland, farmland. I'm sure you've heard about the Saudi Arabia buying that um, farm in, in Arizona where they're using aquifer water to grow alfalfa. This yes. is ridiculous to have our country sold and off like this. Huge ships just shipped it all back to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And, and elsewhere. And it was the. And you know what's interesting is that none of this is on the news. Say what? Yeah, I, I said, and none of this is on the news. Like, I, I right. some, of the, some of what you're saying, I've never heard. It's I almost like want to just have bullet points of all the different things that you don't hear on the news that right. are facts. You know, like I didn't know they had other countries had 13 percent of our real estate. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm. They have more important things to report. Did you know Trump said mean things? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Did you know he's a womanizer? I mean, I heard that. I mean, I heard that over and over again. Yeah, I know. but I didn't hear anything about you know ships to China. No, I don't think I heard that. I also didn't hear about the WikiLeaks on the news. But yeah. didn't WikiLeaks just drop a big thing on Friday, and now Hillary is. I mean, basically, they said what we already knew that Hillary, you know, behind closed doors or or where in her speeches that she was paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, she basically was saying, I'm for free trade, I'm for, you know, this and that and this and that, and then everything for cutting was contradicting. Security. Yeah, yeah and the liberals are a bucket of losers. Yeah, yeah, the liberals are a bucket of losers. Yeah, I wouldn't want to marry that. That WikiLeaks yeah, might have been important, but it's not as important as what Trump said 11 years ago. So exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. So one of the wasn't it a Bush cousin who he was talking to? One of the. I did not realize. Now, see, I'm kind of out of that kind of loop, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. that is a Bush cousin. So he's going to maybe get fired for something that someone said to him 11 years ago. Yeah, he did say uh, well, and I I watch the news. I'm guilty of it, but I watch it so that I can be like, look, the news isn't telling us everything because I do. I mean, I'm lazy like most Americans, and I watch the news and then I research stuff, and I'm like, okay, they didn't tell us any of this. Yeah. But it, he 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 said some stupid stuff. He really did. But uh, you know what? I, I I do believe he thought it was a private conversation. Now that doesn't justify it because he was talking about like. Uh, I better put some gum in my mouth in case I accidentally. We'll hear it. You will hear it on Green Party Radio. Why? Uh, why we're here to bring you the news the mainstream media refuses to report. Green Here's Party my Radio. Oh. Yeah, my interpretation the- is different. When I actually, I heard about it, of course, because if you're an American, you cannot escape that kind of so-called news, right? I always know who's playing in the Super Bowl too, even though I don't care. But when I actually read what he said, I was like, oh, you know what he's doing? He's bragging about being rich. It's the same thing he did in the Republican debates when he stood up there and said, listen, I own the politicians, Democrats, Republicans. I give them money, and when I call, they take my call. I'm important. I'm rich. And that's basically what he was saying 11 years ago. At least the man is consistent. He was saying, I'm rich. I'm famous. I can grope women. They're fine with it because I'm powerful. I can get away with things that that poor men can't get away with because I have money. 
And he, it, that is how I interpreted what he was saying. And we are being led down the, oh, he said mean things, blah, blah, blah. But when I read the actual you know, words, I'm like, oh, he's just bragging about being rich again, as usual. And saying that but some he, things that we all know to be true. It's all true. He but, really reminds me of a 14-year-old boy, doesn't yeah, he? Exactly, yes. Well, the poor just kid is up rich and, and, and yeah, you know, him. He, he, well... I'm not feeling sorry for him. He's he's a crook, right? But but <laughs> he never had a. I guess they sent him off to military school or whatever. It's like in the old days they used to have movies about it. You know, poor little rich girl, because they didn't have yeah. the kind of parenting that the rest of us had. Because the rich people, when they spawn, they send those kids off. You know, well first they have nannies and then they send them off to school and they don't want to deal with them. Bless yeah. his heart. I feel so bad for him. Well, we've got, I'm sorry. <laughs> We, we've gotten way off topic. I was just calling what, in about that, so I can hang up. I was just calling in about that uh, one comment about Chelsea that was funny. But y'all go on. All right, well, keep listening, Mandy. Thanks for calling. Nice talking to you, Thanks, y'all. You too. Bye. Yeah, I want to give, because we've only got about 14 minutes Paula, some more time. We we touched on a little bit of your policy. What is your main number one? If you had to, you know, one thing, you could stand up and scream people, what, what's your main point that you're running on? Well, that would be the Green New Deal, which is also what Jill Stein is running on. That is solving the problem of massive unemployment and poverty in this country and also the problem of we need to, as you, as you asked about the solar energy, right, we need to get off fossil fuels and onto renewable energy because we are facing massive, well, look at the hurricane. We are facing massive problems from climate change, as well as the end of, we're, we're coming to the peak of fossil fuels anyhow. I mean, look how, look how hard it is for them to get it. They have to frack, they have to drill a mile into the ocean. So what the Green New Deal would do, it would be like the original New Deal where FDR put 8 million Americans to work in the first six months of his presidency. 8 million Americans, and there was only, what, 100 and some thousand million then, Right, we could do that now because there's all kinds of people that need work, and there's all kinds of work that needs to be done. You know, they, you know, the Shawnee National Forest we have here in Southern Illinois that you mentioned was so beautiful. That was planted by the the CCC, and they also made Giant City Lodge and things like that. They planted, you know, millions and millions, hundreds of millions of trees back then to stop the dust bowl and to create forests and stuff. We need to do that again. We need to restore wetlands. We need to switch to renewable energy. We need to switch to sustainable transportation. We need to put construction workers to work refurbishing, you know, existing housing so it's more um, uh, energy efficient, you know, caulking and sealing and things like that. We need to make sure that any new houses built are built with um, some kind of sense, not just put big old McMansions out in a cornfield with with giant air conditioners on the south side, you know, you know what a giant, massive waste of energy that is. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things we need to do. We need to rebuild our light rail that they tore out in the 40s and 50s, and we need to um, switch more to rail transport, which is much more energy efficient than cars and trucks. We Sounds need great. all hey, of this a, done, huh? Yeah, we have, we have another caller on the line. Uh, hopefully, you have a question for uh, we're here with Paula Bradshaw. Congressional candidate from Illinois' 12th district for the uh, U.S. House of Representatives. Caller is from the 438. Don't know that area code yep. either. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? 
I'm calling all the way from New York, but I have a question. I'm listening to what you said and everything uh, concerning Donald Trump, the scandal and everything. The problem I'm having is in our country, it's like we seem to have two standards. Donald Trump, whatever he said was wrong, was irreproachable. I think there's nobody in this panel that basically said that was right what he said. But when we're, when we're saying that Donald Trump said something wrong, how come we're not focusing also on Hillary and Bill Clinton when it comes to uh, – I'm reading a book right now that's making me almost vomit when there's basically women that say, I got raped by Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton covering it up. Hillary Clinton basically shuts me down and things like that. How come we're not covering that and seeing the truth? Let's make it true for both candidates. I can okay, tell you I why, because Hillary, Hillary is the choice of our ruling class. Hillary is the one they want. Hillary is the one they're pushing, and she is the one. So the, no matter what they do, it will not be publicized, and they will trash Trump. Now, personally, as a Green, I am wanting Jill Stein. I want everyone to vote for Jill Stein because she is the only decent candidate in the race. And so what Hillary and Bill did, the, what, what the rich and powerful do is disgusting beyond belief, all of them. You know, if you yeah. ever if you ever look into it, Jeffrey Epstein and his in his island where he kept teenage girls and stuff, they are horrible, horrible people. We need to take the political power away from these people and use it for the good of the ninety nine percent. That is what the Green Party is trying to do and that's what we're doing and that is why we don't really focus on the individual puppets that are being pushed on us by the ruling elites, which clearly is Hillary. I mean, anyone can see that and pretty much anyone can see that Donald Trump is only there to make her look less disgusting. Right. But, and we're fighting we're fighting the media. I mean that's the biggest battle we have now is to fight the media to actually right. report the truth. Right. But the caller missed the first half of our show. I mean I don't know if he wasn't listening, but we tore into Hillary pretty good. I mean, so we can't say we weren't tearing into Hillary. I, maybe he was talking solely about the mainstream media. Yeah, I'm sure he's talking about the yeah. mainstream media. The kind of bias is so obvious that it, you know, I would never defend Donald Trump, but I find myself going, I find myself defending him, not him, but doing what he did. Like, what about Hillary? You know, why are you just jumping all you know what over? What? Do you know what I find myself doing? I find myself watching Fox News. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> I, you know, you want to hear, you want to hear some, you know, information about Hillary Clinton. That's where you're going to have to turn. But I have noticed no, no, that no. the right winger, the right wingers are attacking Donald Trump. I mean, this is a man who everybody hates across the entire spectrum. So, I, I mean, clearly even the right-wing people want Hillary in because she is the perfect neocon. She will lead them to war the way they want to yep. go. I mean, she has said she wants to uh, attack Syria with boots on the ground and no-fly zones. I mean, this will lead to war with Russia because Russia has drawn a line in the sand saying – Enough is enough. You people have turned the Middle East into, you know, he even said it to the United Nations. Do you not see what you have done? That that quote should have been all over our media. Do you not see what you have done? Do you not see the human misery leading to millions of refugees in Iraq, in Libya, in Syria? I mean, the, 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 the United States has turned that entire region into a hellhole you know, and a, a place of misery and death and terrorism. 
And and Russia has said no more. They did no it on more. purpose. Well, I know they did it on purpose. No but Syria is the last this last secular country standing, and it's barely standing because the United States has thrown everything it has had in the last five years. Every jihadist on the planet has been paid to go over there. They get four hundred bucks a month and all the weapons and ammo they can. Right, right. And can yeah. I mention that also they also don't have a central bank with the Rothschilds in Syria. Yes, well, and that they might have, be it. And they, and they now have oil that Dick Cheney's got a company already starting to drill. Right, exactly. Well, that, they want the oil. They want the pipeline. They're willing to destroy the country, cut it in half, and just have the Kurdish part, have the pipeline go through there. But but there is a thing called international law, and international law says that nations are sovereign, and no, it is against international law for any country to attack another country. Now, the United States does this so routinely that most Americans don't even realize it's illegal. You know, we talked about violence before. Americans think it's our God-given right to go, what was it that one Republican said, pick up a small country and smash it against the wall every couple years just to prove that we can. That's illegal. That's like going over to your neighbor's house and smashing their kids against the wall and saying, well, you are not allowed to do that. It is disgusting. It's disgusting. The kind of human misery that... Libya had the highest uh, standard of living in Africa, was the country with the highest standard of living in Africa. And uh, Gaddafi had built this giant man-made river to bring water to them. The United States bombed that river. It wasn't just they were trying to destroy the country and the government. They destroyed the infrastructure. That is a war crime. That's a crime against humanity, to destroy people's water, to destroy – and they do it in in Syria, too – to destroy people's water supplies, their sewage supplies, their electric supplies. This is routine. Hospitals, schools, this is routine. These are not mistakes. These are not accidents. They say every single time, oh, it was a mistake. It was an accident. No, they do it on purpose. Please, yeah, their their bombs are smart enough. They could hit one of us sitting in our bedroom, okay, and pick which side of the bed they want to bomb. There's no exactly. accidents there. Yeah, There's and no then oh, we accidentally there. killed 60 Syrian soldiers. Oops, our bad. Oh, ISIS yeah. then overran the airport where they fly in humanitarian supplies every night. Oh, America's all about humanitarian supplies, but they provided air cover for ISIS. It's so mm-hmm. obvious now. I mean, how many times have they accidentally dropped supplies to ISIS? And how many times have they accidentally missed hitting ISIS with bombs? And then at what point do you have to say, which side are you on, boys? In the last 10 years alone, 2 million children have died as a direct result of armed conflict in the world. That is horrid. Absolutely horrid. And what's going on in Yemen right now? Children are starving to death in 20 of the 22 provinces because the Saudis and the Americans have blockaded them. There's kids starving to death as well as being bombed, of course. You did see that Saudi Arabia bombed a funeral yesterday, which is also a war crime, and killed a 1,000 yeah, people. I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I, the first I seen was 155, but they said numbers were rising. and Yeah, and we, well, we fueled those planes for them. Uh, we were asked, we were a direct part of that. Right, they pick the targets. The United States picks mm-hmm. the targets and tells them where to bomb. So yeah, and we and also we sell. Obama has sold more arms and weapons to Saudi Arabia than any other president. 115 billion dollars, which they are now dropping on goat herders in Yemen. You know, and we are mm-hmm. supposed to go raise a flag and go, yeah. Unfortunately, Paula, we've got four minutes left. We're gonna have to let you go, Paula Bradshaw. U.S. 
House of Representatives, Green Party candidate from the Congressional 12th District of Illinois. Paula, it's awesome having you on. Paula Bradshaw for Congress. That's the website, correct? Uh, it is Bradshawforcongress.org. Uh, four is spelled out. Well, Paula, or I also have PaulaforCongress.org. Yeah, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. No, the that's first wrong. Time. That that one was taken over by some insurance guy and, and was hacked. We're trying to stop it, but yeah. Really? Okay. Cause I, I pulled it up this morning and I still got it, but yeah, okay. Say, yeah, it, say it looks again, like have... it, Bradshaw for Congress, F O R for Congress. Yeah, it looks like okay. my old website, but if you read it, it's trying to sell insurance. Why some guy uh, thinks my website would help him sell insurance, I don't know, but that's what it is. Hey, it's a good sign when you get hacked that they're scared of you, though. <laughs> well, well, it's an honor to have you on the show. We really do appreciate yeah, it, Paul. Thank yeah. you. And uh, have fun, have fun over there at the debate. Hopefully, you yeah. can uh, get something done over there. We appreciate it, Paula. Thanks again for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Bye bye. Another oh, great God. candidate from the Green Party, man! I tell you what, mm-hmm. I, I don't see, I don't see how Green Party candidates don't get elected. I mean, I do because the Republicans, Democrats don't want their voices to be heard. But how do people not vote for Green Party candidates if they know what they're actually talking about? I don't get it. I don't know because people don't pay attention. They vote for what the TV set tells them to vote for. Blue or red, blue or red, that's the only choice. Blue or red, that's all you get, blue or red. There is no green, blue or red. That's, yeah. So that's what they do. I guess that's it. Yeah, she, she sounded like me ranting for a minute there. Yeah, I thought, hey, I know Fitz, Carolyn, if you're listening, but, uh, yeah, Larry might be leaving you for this woman, man. They, they're like they made a perfect <laughs> couple there. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, wow, it's hard to cram everything into an hour show. I'm glad we're gonna be doing two hours a week ago. We'll be back Wednesday. Oh, we didn't, Don. I got I got pages of stuff here I want to talk about. It we didn't get it crammed in, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah that's okay. We only got a minute and a half left. Uh, but if you want, if you're gonna be up at eleven, you can call. The, you can join me on the Green Progressive at eleven Central. Uh, I'm gonna try and touch on everything we haven't touched on today. I'm gonna touch on the. Uh, Ridiculous Bernie write-in campaign. I, I, you know, I posted on GreenPartyRadio.com the actual rules for write-in candidates. Hopefully, shut people up. Good touch on that. Um, hey, if you're up at eleven, uh, give the give the show a call, Larry. Yeah, I, I hope to be asleep, Don. I really do. Well, hey, if you are, that's great. <laughs> if not, no. give me a call. You got the last minute, though. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I want everybody to go to a website or click on a link called UnitedStatesPeaceCouncil.org. I want you to listen to what that man has to say. Guys, we got to keep Hillary Clinton out of office. She's going to start World War Three. We can't have yeah. a no-fly zone without war. The Joint Chief of Staff hold it, Okay. We're, we're headed down the wrong road. We gotta do something. Yep. That's the Green Party Radio Show, the Green Party Radio Network. Welcome aboard, everyone. GreenPartyRadio.com. Join me in two hours for the Green Progressive, right here on the Green Party Radio Network. Say goodnight, Larry.